Going Lobos Theater, back at ya, and fuck, it's not cold this week, so goddamn, am I ready to do this? I I'm mean, always ready. It, it 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 might have been cold last week, but it certainly fucking Things heated, heated up. Things heated up, Griff. You're right. They really did. Griff, I explained to you a couple weeks ago how we're humongously huge in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Our buddy... Our man Stewart, our man in Manchester, told us. Did I tell you? He sent us a picture, documented proof. It's on our Twitter, of the teeming crowds of people that line up to listen to our show Dude, at these listening parties. I saw that crowd. It was fucking amazing. It was about as big. No, definitely bigger than Trump's inauguration. I wouldn't go that far. It was you close go that to far? it. It was close to it. Trump had fucking like five million people. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about. He that. He had like two or three. Two or three. Okay. Yeah, See, we're, we, we, we're modest here. We can accept, well, we're you real. know. I mean, yeah. we, these are just facts we're stating. We're yeah, not, exactly. I, I just told you, he sent us proof. Yeah, proof. And I, in fact, do you remember hearing a couple months ago, or maybe it was a month ago, how uh, the uh, Prince Philip from England crashed his car? What the the true story? I, he's it's funny because he's married to Queen Elizabeth, but yeah. I guess his his royal thing is Queen's bitch because he's not he's not the king. He's just now he's just called like the crown prince. He crashed his car. This is what I heard. I got and I have sources. He was listening to our uh, Bronson Brand sex ad oh. bit on the Death Wish three highly underrated episode, and he crashed his car. He was laughing so hard he crashed his car. I I think he just got. So erect, he his dick interrupted the steering wheel. That could be too. Because but so we're not getting. Sorry, we're not getting knighted. Yeah, that that fucked it up. That fucked it up. Yeah, we were all set to what get a, knighted. The first other, Americans other? to ever be knighted in England. There's got well, I and don't then think he that's was true. like, <laughs> I think it is true. I think you have to be a a, a citizen of England. To all do right. it. we would. I mean, we would break precedents because we we're awesome. We'll, we'll find some other countries that'll knight us. I think Iceland will knight us. All right, I'll go there. They might do it with a fish. Well, we're but... probably big there too. I don't know. Is anybody from Iceland like us? Let us know. <laughs> but uh, but like I said, Griff, like much like Charles Bronson, we're conquering heroes. We've come back. We've exploded. Mm. Literally, we're fucking. We've more than doubled our followers in two days, Griff, on That's Twitter. Good. That's good to hear. And we're just racking up the downloads now. We're fine. We're cooking with gas now. I I prefer charcoal. But, you know, gas well, is cool, you know, too. You don't know how to grill, though. We won't get into that. Oh, my God. But I, so You're and, doing this episode solo so, now. So, well, I, I just wanted to point out one of our followers because he, he sent me this great picture. Well, I post when we, we got we got 100 followers this weekend, and I posted, like, hey, thanks, everybody. Because there's a lot of people that, like, help us get yeah. to where that is that really supported us. And so I, I found a picture. It was so apropos. It was literally... Steve James carrying Michael Dudikoff, which he did his entire career. His entire career. Whenever I see anybody post anything about Dudikoff being amazing, I want to... I go, tell me a movie he did without Steve James that was amazing. Exactly. And they're like, uh... I kind of want to be the dick and just be like, look, Steve, you know, Dudikoff's pretty cool. I mean, not to name drop or anything, <laughs> but uh, he's a fan of our yeah, Twitter. He did, he did like two of our tweets. So, I mean... Oh, dude, we're rubbing elbows with the man himself, Robert Bronzy. I know. The Bron- Charles Bronson lookalike I'm so- followed us first, Griff. You told me, don't bring them up. You don't want to name drop. I'm I, sorry. I, I got dropping, it. I got a name got drop. drop. Okay. And we're, I got Boz on our... The Boz is with us. Just today, I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Boz, because just today... 
I made a, a great tweet commenting on the boss and how amazing a Screaming Eagle mullet Ooh. is. And I don't, sorry, I don't remember the guy's name, but he was the, uh, he wasn't whoever, he wasn't the main bad guy. He was the first bad guy from Kickboxer 2. <laughs> he's a blonde German guy. I don't, I'm sorry, I'm blonde, <laughs> drawing a blank. He's not, he's not Dolph Lundgren. He liked it. He loved it. So thank you to that guy. He didn't guy. like it. He loved it. So, but getting back to the picture I posted. Let's picture that post. So a guy who's like one of our OG, OGG original Golden Globus yeah, followers, he fixed the picture where he had he had Steve James. Because Steve James is so strong, he doesn't even use his arms to hold up Michael Dudikoff. Dudikoff's just sitting on his shoulders like a little boy. And Steve James is like flexing his muscles out, and he did these little flags that he, that uh, Steve James is holding that had our, our logo on it. Oh, uh, Frank I Grills, the machine gun shooting. Uh, Hot dog. So I want to give a shout out to this guy because also he puts out some really cool looking T shirts that uh, that are about the movies we cover. He's got he's got one shirt I'm gonna have to fucking buy. There, there's a coincidence. He doesn't make them because we cover. No, the no, movies. he does. No, no, no. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's also a fan of these things. Yeah, these movies. And there's one I, I'm seriously I gotta buy because not only does it have samurai cop on it, it has shades from Hard mm. Ticket to Hawaii on the same shirt. The fact that somebody else appreciates shades as much, and by the way, there might be some big shades nudes coming up in the near future. The the, the fact <laughs> yes. that someone else Stay appreciates tuned. shades just makes us so fucking happy. Yeah, here. so I just want to give a shout out to this guy. He's got a red bubble thing. You can find him more information. I'm gonna give you his Twitter handle so you can just find more information on these cool t shirts. Is uh he's called Best of Bad at Bad Movie Man, and he's a cool guy. He's always supported us from the get-go, and I just want to give him that little shout-out there. And, Murray, now that we have gotten, like, a lot of new listeners here, let's just go ahead and point out, despite being called Going Globus Theater, <laughs> we were thinking about it. We got, like, 40 episodes now, and probably eight of them might be canon <laughs> movies. I Maybe a little more than that. Maybe, but. okay. But really all we're trying to do is capture the spirit. Every single the one of these movies has definitely been inspired by the men themselves. Right, Golan yeah. I mean, we we want to do these, like, we don't want to get like pigeonholed into just going. I mean, Golden Globus is our bread and butter. That's what we love the most. But no. we also want to explore other, like, genres. Well, not genres because we're all doing action, but, like, other genres within genres. I don't know. I don't know the right word. But, you know, so like like this week we're doing or this month we're doing all black exploitation movies. Oh, yeah. And so that's kind of what we're about. So if you're a new listener and you're like, hey, what the fuck? This this movie you're going to do isn't it going global. <laughs> this isn't canon at all. Yeah. Well, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to your favorite <laughs> canons eventually. Hey, we've done like I don't know how many Chuck Norris movies we've done. So, hey, how about we've that? done more than we probably would have liked to. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we listen to you. In fact, I'm gonna, now that we're getting like a big following, maybe I'll we'll do some little more interactive shit where we'll put out like, hey, we'll like list the movies and let people decide. I'm open to that. Oh, yeah. No, if people wanted to hear something or had a suggestion, I'd be fine with it. But until then, fuck everybody. We're doing what we want. <laughs> exactly. We've got like the next five months planned out but yeah if someone wanted but to hey, that's us, the thing yeah. about us we're so we're so good at this now that we're like we can just turn on, mm. on a dime and just do a different movie yeah you know yeah so that, so basically the thing i wanted to bring up uh this big explosion we have griff because does, does this mean we got to start putting effort into the show does this mean we have to start editing when did we wow mm, <laughs> i love 
Wow, that's an oh boy moment right there. <laughs> Fuck you. What I are you do talking a about? Great we don't, job we, editing. No, I'm not. No, you do a great job putting adding to the show. I'm saying like we. We say fuck that. We fuck up. We just do something. We're like, put it in. We're not taking it out. Yeah, we're not you know? ever changing That's what that. I'm talking about editing. We're not I, changing You do that. a great job adding all the fucking extra shit. <laughs> we're, this is not changing because I get an hour to three hours where it's like I can stand editing this. That's not changing. No. Okay. No. Well, hey. Okay. No effort from us, guys. Just like always. Just the way you expect from us. Oh, boy. Okay, so uh, guys, from one cool thing to another cool dude, thing, dude. This, Griff. this, I, you pitched this movie to me a while ago, and I was like, "Fuck yes, put that right on the block. We need to f- do this fucking movie. Just do the plot in like forty words or less." <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, are you ready to edit? Um, yes. <laughs> uh, 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 evil honkies try to poison the black man, and three brave black men come to the rescue. Boom! You told me that, and I was like, "Absolutely." Yeah, it sounds. It, it can never happen in real life. Oh no, it's not no, close to home. Can you imagine anyone you. tampering with anyone's water at all? Or, no, you know? no. I bet a tough nerd once, uh, as he called himself. <laughs> I'm a tough nerd. Uh, I know how to politic. Um. He, he kind of did something similar. Yeah. I don't think he had the Doc Brown to back him. I well, think no, he like, just well, yeah, we're way. talking, of course, we're from Detroit. We're talking about Flint, Michigan, and the whole water thing, which, by the way, is still going on. They, they haven't still fixed going the on. problem. People still have to drink bottled water. And I think this is where I get on my soapbox for five seconds. Five seconds. It's fucked up that nobody has been arrested or anything for us no one i'm not gonna say anyone intentionally poisoned the water like our movie today yeah but they when they knew about it they didn't do shit about it and that's fucked up and somebody needs to pay for that and now i get off my soapbox yep yep and uh now that you're off your soapbox let's go ahead and launch that trailer so let's do it griff fred williamson who we love been on two episodes already jim kelly from enter the dragon who we love Jim Brown, NFL legend, who we love in Free the Hard Way. Always the hard way. This little mixture of mine is as lethal as cyanide. And as selective as a lady buying perfume. You'll just work on the black folks. Leave the rest of us alone. Just like sickle cell anemia, Mr. Fenner. How fast does this stuff work? 72 hours the most. It took God seven days to create the world. We can cleanse it. Just three. Washington. L.A. Detroit. Just you wait and see. They are going to kill every one of you black, brown, tan. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. <laughs> Thank you for that deliciously funk music. And God damn it, Rory, did you have to bring up the halftime show right before we started again? Well, it just sounded very similar to the smooth soul grooves that Maroon 5 was doing. Look, I'll have you know, I didn't pay attention to that Super Bowl. I was watching something a lot more interesting. Puppy Bowl? The Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Tournament. I mean, it was Melee when uh, the Super Bowl was on, but fuck... That's Super Bowl blue chunks, and I don't care what anybody says. Like, it's cool to see defenses do well. Dude, if there was a possible way they could both have lost, I'd be fine. Yeah. But that doesn't work out that way. I'm cool with, like, defenses being good, but A, I don't want to see 85-year-old Tom Brady barely throw the ball and, like, no offense. There was no offense. That defense is good, but there was zero offense. Jared Goff has been shit for weeks now. That offense, blue chunks. Oh, we became a sports radio show. <laughs> like, <laughs> you started this uh, off can- off uh, mic. I did. Yeah, but you put it right there in my brain. I just want this is put a, put a bow on it. Let's do only Bain had showed up to blow up the field and kill both teams. I think we'd all be happy. I think all of America would be united, and that's all I'll say about that. And I bet Bane. You know what? I bet Bane would have said about Adam, Adam Levine's voice. It's a lovely, lovely voice. <laughs> <laughs> Batman. Did you meet my friend Adam Levine? Great voice. Such a lovely voice. <laughs> la la la. Okay, fuck. Let's, let's, let's get, get in the movie. Let's get to the movie. So the movie. The movie starts out. It's very confused. Were you confused? I was confused. I was confused as fuck because it starts out like a James Bond movie where. Usually movies start out right with the credits. This was like a prologue kind of thing. So we see a guy, a black guy, and he's surrounded by these like uh, redneck like sheriff guys. And it's like, a, is it? I guess it was supposed to be like a prison cell, but it looked like a hotel. Because it was a hallway with a bunch of doors. Dude, on. it looked like a motel. I couldn't. I, yeah. I, I had to ask you, like, what was your interpretation of this? Because yeah. I just blanked out. It was like a dream. It, we have our own interpretations of it. I watched it twice, and I was just like, well, what? it didn't help that the picture was super dark. I, we watched this on YouTube. So, by the way, if you want to watch it, it's on YouTube for free. <laughs> but it was the worst print. It's illegal. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think. I, I don't know. I'm yeah. sure somebody owns the rights to this movie. <laughs> so. Fucking stew YouTube. What the fuck am I doing? I'm not pirating it. It's on YouTube. So, uh, yeah, so it's very dark. I don't know if it was the picture quality or this is how it was filmed. No, it was uploaded like shit because <laughs> the quality the guy had was shit. So. Yeah. so he's like, he's got like a tray and he's doling out meals to these prisoners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And while that's going on, I guess one of the guards is distracted. And while they are, he sees like a crowbar like on this table and he grabs it and yeah, hides it yeah. in his shirt. I saw the crowbar. I saw him sneak it under. And then he just kind of like. In my mind, he ends up in a room that has a bunch of dead people in it. Well, I don't know how. Like you figure, all right, he fed everybody. Why did they let him go? Like he he he's like let to left to roam around this hotel yeah. or whatever. They're just like, oh, that's Rick. Rick's cool. Let him walk around. <laughs> right. And so he takes a crowbar and then like opens this door, which is like a French door. It's got like windows, and he can just bust it out it's and go out. And he's making, door. T- making a ton of noise, and nobody hears him. And right, you're, you said he gets out and he runs into like barn area. And he, there's this big piles of like dead black men, and he he said he's gonna like pretend he's dead and hide inside them. Yeah. But unfortunately, the because the, the alarm goes off once he breaks out of the door, and so they're all looking for him, and he thinks that's the perfect place to hide, but it's not because he's found 
but he gets a drop on the, the yeah the, the guy, guy was super surprised he like uh, all the bodies were covered with like tarps yeah um and so he hides under the tarp with one of the guys the the guard goes for some reason he looks at that exact tarp whatever it could happen yeah it could happen yeah, um, but fucking as we know him now house is ready for him so he gets up and delivers a throat punch that's straight out of like. I don't know. It's it's right up there with Leonidas's kick into the pit. What does he say? Like, welcome to the fall. That's yeah, exactly what he said. That classic line, welcome to the fall. <laughs> Whatever I don't he, know what he says. I think this is Sparta. Doesn't he say that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what welcome it was. Welcome to the fall. <laughs> Dude, I don't remember these fucking This movies. is really the pit. <laughs> it's actually a pit. So, <laughs> so he fucking punches that man in the throat, says, welcome to the pit. And he just fucking knocks him out. This starts my love of the karate they have in this movie. It was some very Chuck Norris level karate, and I'm not using it as a compliment. Oh, come on, really? No. I was really disappointed in Jim Kelly's fight choreography. Really? Yes. There was a lot of old man kicking. I really liked a lot he, of it. He did the... some sweet like Van Damme style kicks where he kicks his leg up and then he like bends at the knee yeah. and kicks. Those are pretty sweet. Dude, I liked a lot. I of... love Jim Kelly. I'm not knocking him. I, I know, I know, I get it. I'm, but yeah. I'm not saying that. I thought a lot of it was great. Well, we'll get into There's that. There's much more emotion, I think, is why I was like, it made me, it's like wrestling. I believed it because <laughs> they made me believe it. Whereas well. Chuck doesn't even care. <laughs> He's just collecting a paycheck. <laughs> That's why it's like, you can clearly tell when it's Chuck and his brother, Nick or whatever. Aaron. Aaron. I think. Wow, you remembered? I think it's Aaron. I'm surprised you remembered. Well, we've covered like 20 fucking Chuck <laughs> yeah, Norris movies. And Aaron comes up in every one because he always directs. Yeah, so and stunt doubles, throat punch, grabs the gun, takes off, and then he gets shot in the process. Right when he's leaving this, yeah, he, get, he gets shot in the back because he like heads off for the woods. We're in the middle of the woods, apparently. Right, and you know, whenever you're in the woods, you've been shot. You just run long enough, about eight minutes, and you're bound. To run across a young couple fucking. Right. Well, I think that happened. That happened in ten to midnight. Too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's where you fucked back in the day. If you didn't have money for a hotel, I went on a solo trip to Nashville. I went out to the woods for a while. I got shot. I ran for eight minutes. Found a found a young couple fucking. I said, "Hey, you guys mind taking me back to town?" They're like, "Yeah, sure." What's your name? Want to get want to get a Taco Bueno on the way? That's some, that's some Midwest hospitality there. Th- that's right there. I mean, I'd be pissed off if somebody interrupted my boning and it was like, yeah, it's like, hey, let me finish, motherfucker. Then we'll. F- worry I will about your say I was show. disappointed on how much they wanted to talk about how good the boning was because it's like I really don't care. <laughs> I'm bleeding to death here, but I was trying to be nice because okay. they're saving you're, my you're, life. Yeah, so I was like, right hey man, that sounds like you got a great dick there. So okay, so they get in the car and they take off. They're actually they're, they're, they're kind of scared of them yet. They want to help him. It was weird. We had a gun, so I guess that would be scary. But yeah, if I'm phoning somebody and somebody runs in with a gun, they I'm they scared. were yeah, they were a little intimidated by him. And so then now we finally get the intro. We get this fucking great boom, song. Chicka, boom, chicka, a lot we of get, wicked We get a great a romantic montage from our hero Jimmy Late, played by the great football hero Jim Brown. He is in a class like way up there. I'd put them... Mimosas in the morning. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I've had a few mimosas. 
He's drinking mimosas with his girl. Like he's got some. It's nice... A, it's, I'd say it's a night uh, on the town, but it's a daytime. It's it, a day it is daytime. on the town. No, that's why brunch, man. That's why he's, he's got. He's, I think he's driving like a like a fucking Bentley or Rolls Royce. He's got a very expensive car. I don't recognize cars outside of my yellow truck. I don't. I don't know what you drive. I I, I, I drive a Bentley now because we're fucking <laughs> making the cash. Because <laughs> I want to be like Jimmy. Do you want to be like Jimmy? So okay. they're going. They're going to the finest restaurants. They're going. They're walking in the park. They're doing every fucking thing you can imagine. They're, they're taking a, a fucking um, sleigh ride, and it's fucking oh, in the middle of summer. They're beautiful. just doing everything. Horse and carriage. It's it's awesome, oh. and we we're getting this great song in the background, and then uh, they finally show up to that. Like he goes back to his office, right? Yes, because he's a he's a big record producer. Big record producer. So yeah. So so. So yeah, he goes to the he goes to the garage, the parking garage, and they find coincidentally they run to these guys like Jimmy. We we know anytime we find a black guy who's shot, we come to you. Can you take him off our hands? So wait, that was the people who saved him, right? Yes. Okay, they're like Mr. Lee, Mr. Lee, and it happened to be Mr. Lee. Does that mean they just went to every person when no? Everybody Mr. Lee? knows. First of all, it's late, but everybody late. knows Sorry. when you have a black guy shot, you go to Mr. Lee. He knows what to do. Laid. Okay. So, yeah. So he goes, all right. He takes their car. He's just like, all right. You get the keys in here? I'm taking this guy to the hospital. <laughs> so they the just, people were just like, yeah, all like, right. Yeah, you take your car. Yeah, we'll just finish fucking in the, you know, behind this car. <laughs> We've been waiting to finish our bone <laughs> sesh. Do you mind giving us the keys to your office? No. Okay, we'll just fuck over here. <laughs> so they make a beeline for the hospital. And this is where we get a very, like, God, this is some acting in this scene. Dude. Mm. Mm. You can just see, like, there's little tears in Jimmy's there's, eyes. Because this is, this is like his like brother from another mother. This guy loves this guy. He's worried. He's gonna, he might die. And, like, House is delirious. He's just saying all this crazy shit. And he's just like, oh, they're, they're working on this thing. Like, all these dead black people. Uh, they're putting it in the water. And what he's just like, mean? he's like, Jimmy, Jimmy. What, what's, what does that mean? Uh, you're delirious, man. You know, it's just, just rest, rest. And he's oh. like, no. Uh, uh, and then he like passes out. And then so then his, and then Jimmy's girlfriend, Wendy, shows up. And she's like, look, I just got a call from Bernie. You got this hot fucking new group. You got to get to the studio. Yeah. You trust me, right? And we get that trust test. That trust fall. But it's more, you know. He actually did a trust fall before. He's like, well, <laughs> let me fall. If you catch me, I'll trust you. And she caught him. Of course she did. And so he's like, I'll go. Keep an eye on him, though. Right. Did the eye thing with the two <laughs> fingers. Because, like, I mean, like you said, this man is a brother from another mother. So right. he wants to keep him safe. But really, we don't care about keeping him safe. We need to see what fucking Jimmy does. He's like work. the modern day in the past, which is the opposite of modern day, Kanye West. <laughs> He is just the mastermind behind the mixing boards. He is a mastermind. So we get like, uh, the, I, I'm assuming this is the band, The Impressions, because they did the soundtrack. At least that's what I saw in the credits. So I'm assuming it's The Impressions. And they're doing a song, and they sing the entire song practically. And they like, wait, hold it. Hold. A whole song. And they, I thought they were doing a pretty good job. I thought they were great. And there, it was a song, but this is this is why I think he, he stopped them because it was a song about what you do for love. The whole song was like you do this for love, you do that, and it was um, fucking with Jimmy's mind. He's like, really "Why was. am I fucking here collecting my paycheck when I can be helping my family?" I house? should be there. Oh man! So he's like, "Fuck this shit, stop!" And like his buddy CeeLo Green, because I don't know the guy looked like CeeLo Green to me. He's like, "Hey man, 
you're going crazy. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> he's like, you need to be with House. I'll take care of this. Oh, and he's boy. Like, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, you get an old boy for that. <laughs> I don't even know if that was. You have to explain how that was offensive. Uh, I mean, it might have been uh, sonically offensive, but. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll go for okay. that one. <laughs> so, so. Sometimes I just feel old boys in my heart. That's my one love, is old boy you. Okay. Well, we for a treat at the end of the show. Yeah. So, uh, so he goes, Yes, all right, I'm, I'm, you're right, I'm going to go back. So, in the meantime, while he's driving back, get. Lay out the scene for me, Griff. You have a very interesting perspective on this scene. When he's driving back. Okay. So we're going to cut back to the hospital. Jimmy, out of the picture. We know he's on his way to the hospital. But this fucking, his girl's there. We Wendy. trust her. We trust her. She Wendy. caught him. We trust Wendy. But, of course, Wendy has to go out to get, like, a cup of soup or a cup of coffee or right. something. So she's leaving house alone. As she walks out the door, you see the door close behind her. And then you see a fucking... Uh, what were those electrician pod lifts called? It's, it's, it's like, I call them a cherry picker. Cherry pickers. Know, yeah. No, that's exactly what they're called. Yeah. A cherry picture, picture? Pi- <laughs> picture? Picker. A picture of a parry yeah. chicker. Um, a cherry picker. I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming everybody, because I don't know. We have a lot of like uh, foreign listeners. I don't know if they call it a cherry picker out there. But, you know, it's the fucking like crane that they use to work on telephone lines. Yeah, telephone yeah. lines. Yeah. Um, so he pulls up. They pull. We just get these crewmen pulling up, and they're picking it right up to that window. And right. it's like they what know, other window? Know, I love could how they be? know the exact window. That I love how they got a cherry picker in there. No <laughs> well, one give a shit. They got connections. Well, you know, when you see somebody, you just assume they know what they're doing. That's the, that's, that's a good what point. you do. You put on a hard hat, and that's like. Do whatever you want. Just come in my house. I don't care. You put on a yellow fucking hard hat, and yeah, I'll let you come. A little in orange there. vest, and like you're in, dude. Dude. Works in every TV show. It works in this movie, too. So, fucking, the guy comes up, pops in the window, house wakes up, just, no, gets shot five times. Now, it's a silence gun, and there's yes. so many skills and, happening and he drops, here. like, he, he, how evil this guy is. He drops an N-bomb on top of it. Oh, like, he does. insult to injury. It's just like, you don't need to go there, man. And I got to tell you, Barry, I'm a little upset about this scene now because a certain event happened between the first time I watched this and the second time I watched this. Lay it on me. And then I realized who this unnamed actor was in this scene. It's Liam fucking Neeson. It's a young Liam Neeson. Whoa, you're blowing the, my mind. The skills involved? Yeah, he did. Have, he, he didn't use a particular set of skills when he was doing this murder. Fucking Liam Neeson's in this move. Pulling out his full racist card so, because his Do friends. you think this is the thing that Liam Neeson was talking about and that whole kerfuffle or whatever? I mean, he's he said with? he was hellbent to kill some uh, some black people, so. Wow, man, that's fucked up. Liam Neeson, this is a big old boy for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is an old boy moment if there ever was boy. one. You this throw me under the bus all the time, Griff, but this I'm, I'm going to sign off on this old Liam boy. Neeson gets a big old boy for that one. <laughs> so he fucking murders the guy. Puts him in the cherry picker. I guess the other guy takes him down or something. But then he waits behind the door. Apparently, they knew about Wendy because they wanted to kill him and they need a hostage too. So they wait. They I grab guess if Wendy. you if you kill Jimmy Late's friend, you gotta expect he's gonna come back for some revenge. So they wanted a bargaining chip. I didn't even know they knew that much, but apparently they <laughs> did. Know. They planned ahead. So they capture Jimmy Late's girlfriend, Wendy or right. wife. I don't know. It was a girlfriend. Girlfriend. So now. Burp. Mimosas, man. They're killing me. So now I'm living like Jimmy. So right. now Jimmy shows up. Yeah. And the cops are already there. And, of course, they're useless. 
The co- cops are useless. The nurses freak out. I don't know what happened. I don't. I left for a second. I was going to get soup with your lady Le- Wendy. And he's like, "What are you talking about? The door was shut. And how the fuck did anybody get in? How? And like, I don't know. And he just, I don't know why he slapped the nurse for some reason. I don't know. That was kind of there's a lot of slapping <laughs> in this movie. And then the, and then the, and he's just like. He knows how useless the fucking cops are. Yeah, there's a lieutenant there talking. He knows yeah. Jimmy Late. Yeah. They work together, and Jimmy was like, no, you don't have the voice. <laughs> so then he went into police work. Yeah. Yeah, I think, a, he, I think I recognize the, the detective. I think he's the guy who plays Mo Green from The Godfather, so that's a little nerd shit to throw in there. Get shot in the face. Guess and... what? I don't like The Godfather movies. Ooh, that was a hot take. Mafia movies suck. Well... Godfather 2 is okay. There goes our Italian listeners. <laughs> Sorry, Joey Buttafuoco. Griff what? doesn't like The Godfather. Who's the guy who does those movies? Martin Scorsese. Also don't like a lot of his movies. Wow. Taxi Driver, awesome movie. Good thing we're not going to be covering any of them Good. on this show. Go on. So, yeah, so the useless cop, he's just like, Jimmy's like, oh, fuck, I had to do it my own. He's like, you can't do it alone, Jimmy. Yeah. You And he's like, fuck you. Do your job. Put fucking the cop right in his place. I'll do me. Yeah. Me will do me. Me will do me. And so they part ways. So Jimmy immediately makes a beeline for his gun. Of course. <laughs> he's, he's, he's feeling what Liam Neeson was feeling. Right. He's feeling this rage. Oh, man. It was like a transference. Yes. Like it hung around in the room. That's straight up ba- fucking David Lynch shit right there. So he, he gets, goes to get his car in the parking garage, but they're way ahead of him. Yeah. Because these guys are like... It's not not the cops. No. The bad no, guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> cops are kind of the bad guys later on. Yeah. But, yeah, the bad guys, they're waiting for them. They, get, they have, like, so many contingency plans. They've, you know, it's amazing how far forward these people and think. again, you did say that they knew Jimmy Lit would be coming... Jimmy would be coming for them. <laughs> so, yeah, clearly they knew that. And then it makes they you think, why did... So, okay, they kill them. What's the point of kidnapping the girlfriend? I don't, I don't know. No, I don't know. But so we have a very... Insurance. <laughs> White people love insurance. They do. So, <laughs> so we have a bizarre, like... I get insurance have, on my toothbrush. We, we have a very slow speed... On foot versus car chase on the top of a parking garage. Dude, at least this scene takes place in a minute. I love this scene. <laughs> well, it's still super slow. Like I, it was like last week's Foxy Brown, where Jim oh, Brown yeah. could have just like literally just walked, like sauntered out of the way of these cars. Yep. And so you're right. You mentioned earlier. So one car's going one direction. One's going the other. And they're they're on the top of a parking structure now. So it's just a little concrete wall, and then a fifty. 50- thousand foot drop to the right. street close give or take give or take and so Just like our inauguration so one's going towards jimmy he dies out of the way it goes over the edge and meanwhile the other car was going the opposite direction somehow it made a u-turn <laughs> and they're going over and they, they're both going over at the same time and they explode before they even hit the ground they explode they're, they're on fire you see jimmy <laughs> shoot one of the cars and then it takes a right turn Probably into yes. America, but these, actually it was just over the these parking are structure. very flammable cars. They just burst into flames. Spontaneous combustion. I, the, that, you know, they always say they don't make them like they used to, and I'm like, I don't think yeah. I want one I don't, of those I don't cars. think they might, maybe it was a Pinto, because Pintos would blow up if you just backed into something. But. I heard that, but those weren't Pintos, <laughs> no, those so were, I don't trust Oh, now you know cars. I know the Pinto <laughs> only because you bring it up every week. Well, because we see a lot of exploding cars. So... 
cut to the hunky headquarters, as Griff wrote in her notes. I love to call this the hunky headquarters. Well, it was. You're right. Yeah. This is where we learn. We see our villains, these white supremacist fuck faces. Oh man, there's. Oh. And we learn. We see the guy, the main villain, Monroe Feather. Now, yeah. if anybody who's over the age of forty might recognize this guy from the Saturday morning show from the seventies called Doctor Shrinker, where he was a guy who shrank people. Really? Yes. It was. A, it was. It was the classic. You're too young for this, but Sid, I am. And, Sid and Marty Croft. There were these two brothers that made these fucking weird psychedelic drug infused shows. Yet it still like was for us kids to watch. That sounds wonderful. Oh yeah, well check them out. They're they're pretty weird. What did you say it was called? They're called the Sid and Marty Croft. They were brothers, and they had a ton of shows Sid in the early and Marty Croft. On the yeah, 70s. I might have to check that shit out. And they actually sued McDonald's because they remember McDonald's Land had all those characters like yeah. Hamburglar. Yeah, it was a straight rip off of their shit, and they sued no and shit. and they succeeded. That's why you never see any of those characters anymore. Wow, you just pat fact the fuck out of fuck me. Yeah, that's what we're here for. We educate and entertain. <laughs> so, so yeah, so he's he lays out the fucking plan. It's straight straight out of Flint. He's because he has to gloat over Wendy. You know, he is so excited about this plan. He gloats to everybody. Is this about what? Is this where he's talking with the the doctor, the scientist? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. Well, no, I think they. I think he goes over the plan with the scientist. Like there, he so does. We, there's like I, the, some exposition because the scientist is like, "I have it. It's done." Yeah, he does, but it's like in a scene a little later on. At this point, he's just he captures. They get Wendy, and she's being all like fidgety and stuff. And like the guy who's got who's holding her, Liam Neeson. He would say he's ready to. He, back I wouldn't say this, but Maroon Feather would say uppity. But yeah. <laughs> Get that uppity bitch out of here. He says that a lot. And, uh, and he talks like I'm going to tell you, I had to pause a couple times to just fan myself with old boys because I was. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was dropping the some racist, racial slurs. The racist well, heat is extraordinary. He has to, like, let you know, like, what a foul piece of shit he is. So we're, we're happy when he dies. Yeah, this is true. He does a good job. Dr. Shrinker, you did a good job. This is, again, I'm getting flashes of the Green Book, which is just like, isn't this guy racist? Who, who, Griff, once Don't. again, who starred in the Green Book again? <laughs> I don't remember. Was Who it, was in it? Was it Vincent Morgenstern? Isn't that who you said it was? Oh, Virgil Morgenstern. <laughs> Virgil Morgenstern. Dude, I don't remember any name. <laughs> I just want to point out for anybody who's listened to Star listening to us, that's not shticked. He really does not know the names of anybody. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Virgil <laughs> Morgenstern. I think it was like 15 episodes in when you finally notice it, so you started writing every name down. Yes. And even that's still, true. when we were going over this episode, you're like, it's written at the top, Griff. <laughs> yes. And you pointed I, to I it. I do a little key of the cast members. <laughs> I forget it, too, so I'm not going to throw you too far under the bus. But, but So anyway, so he's just gloating, and it's like, we're going to just kill all you blacks. And he, yeah, his henchman's just slapping Wendy around at this Yeah, because she's point. not taking it's... shit from this cracker. She's like, fuck you. And then he's like, henchman, take care of her. And he's more than willing to do it. This guy loves slapping black women. I mean, <sighs> ooh. <laughs> so let's see. Let me hear it, Griff. Give me a. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so we find out. We, we go to our, uh, our scene cut because uh, Monroe Feather. Finds out that another one of the guys he's after, who there's three people in the world who can stop his genius plan. Well, no, he what he finds, he gets a call because they're monitoring Jimmy, and he's like, Jimmy went to Chicago because Jimmy got to get his crew together. Oh, okay, so this is how he, yes. he, okay, so he knows that Jimmy's got a guy in Chicago. 
And it happens to be mimosas. I'm sorry. It happens to be. I thought all of his action scenes were great. Mr. Keys. Wait. No, no, Keys. no, no. No, this was Jag. This was Jagger. And just like. He, he's got the moves like Jagger. Just like in The Soldier, it is an unsolicited attack. I think it was a reversal, though, because uh, Jim Brown attacks him. Yeah, well, you're getting way ahead of yourself. Because first, we, 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 get, we get an establishing shot of what Jagger's about. Oh, because yeah. Jagger played by the great, I'm fuck, so excited. The great Fred Williamson. Great. Mustacheless, I, I might couldn't add. recognize him. And he's like, he's, he's all about the ladies. Once he got those pecs out, I was like, oh my oh, god, yeah, he's got he's got a really deep V going on all movie long. And so he makes up for the mustache with the chest hair. If you don't recognize it, just look up one of the uh, one of the our congressmen in the South, and he probably cosplayed as him in you know like the seventies. Because oh, I want to say, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, a lot of people are coming out saying like, "Oh yeah, I I went blackface." And so you're saying the the I'm kind of turning around on this the the governor. If you're saying he was actually trying to be Fred Williamson, because I think everybody should try to be Fred Williamson. <laughs> so maybe that should be his defense. Maybe. So yeah. So Fred, he's like he will Jagger in the movie Jagger Daniels. Great fucking name. I- <laughs> I, I did like it. He just finished boning a chick. He's putting. He's a gentleman. He's putting her in the car, sending her home because he's got shit to do. Pay for the taxi and everything. And then he goes up to his room, and you're like, "This is where it happened." Yeah, Jimmy laying in wait. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I even put it in the notes here because I was so happy about it. When he puts the girl in the car, he starts clapping. <laughs> well, he did a great job. <laughs> he's got to like applaud himself. Is he congratulating himself? <laughs> yes. What is? It? You, I, apparently, you've never laid a great bone down on a woman because you should give yourself a clap. <laughs> okay. So he's yeah. He goes up to Don't his apartment. Put that in my wall. He goes up to his apartment, and and then uh, Jimmy's laying in wait because, like you said, it takes us a flashback to the soldier because he's seeing if the guy still has it because he knows he's got a mission that's super yeah. difficult, yeah. and if Jagger can't hang, he's out. He's too busy boning ladies. Maybe he lost all of his good skills, right. his you, useful you, skills. Zen, Zen Master Seagal taught me, man, you lose your chi when you're just jizzing on everybody. Zen Master Seagal taught me to always wear a bulletproof kimono. So I always do. I didn't, I didn't, need, to, I didn't need to learn that. You, I mean, wherever I, I whenever you. I'm wearing a kimono, you better kimono. Dude, you better believe it's bulletproof. I looked up the patents on that. That's not patented, so Merman Productions <laughs> might be moving in on that market. Let's do it. There's a whole market out there for it. Good. So, getting back to the movie. So, yeah, so he's tested him out, much like uh, our man Steve James tested out the soldier. He attacks uh, our man Jagger. And uh, Jagger holds his own. I mean, it's it's a back and forth, but he holds his own. And he throws uh, Jimmy down and whips out a gun, I think. He does. And like Jimmy's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was just checking you out, and, you know, you still got it, brother. Yeah. And he's like, God damn, motherfucker, couldn't you just said hi? What the, you know, like, Jagger's, as you would surmise, is pissed off. But they're brothers, so that's cool. Yeah, so they're like, man, my heart's racing. I need to go get some fresh air. Right. So they go out. They're going on a nice long walk. They're going up the tram and everything. But as the audience. Well, they have, see, first of all, they, I think they have to justify their trip to Chicago. So there's a lot of, like, just seeing them walking in yeah, Chicago. There's a lot of random shots. <laughs> you can see the rump tower in the background and the everything. The rump tower? Rump Tower? You said that? Yeah. Okay, I don't know, I don't know what that is. It's a tower in Chicago. Okay, I thought there was a Sears Tower. I don't know what the Rump Tower is. The Rump? You, you, you've, don't worry about <laughs> it. It's there. The Rump Tower is out there in Chicago. 
Um, take your word for it. And so we, we, we see it in the, but you don't remember it. It's okay. So they're, they're walking around, but as the audience, we're witnessing that there's two fucking honkies following lurking just lurking couple, savages couple look about the, they're looking to go wilding on these these respectable black gentlemen and so it's like right after a tram passes them by that they try to make their move and of course they fuck it all up because they suck and the aura of greatness just emitting from well them. i think they're they're tapping into the nine powers of the ninja, man. Yeah, and I think so. It's just flowing off. Of so them. I think I think Jimmy just hurls one on right, in, like between a tr- two train cars, and the guy gets squashed. Dude, it's it's gruesome. I'm I couldn't get this movie uh, by certain means because of all this graphic violence in this scene, and a scene later which Mrs. Hegeman would not have allowed me to watch. <laughs> You're right. So, so of course, the other guy's like, oh, shit, and just starts running, and this is where it makes no sense. Okay, I just want to point out, Jim Brown, one of the top five greatest running backs of all fucking time. I was wondering what someone was trying to say on a comment, <laughs> and I was so confused, and then you, it just hit me. You got Jim Brown. You have Fred Williamson, who also played professional football. They can't catch a white guy. Like He's outrunning them. Yeah. That's some movie magic right there. That that, is, they had to CGI that shit. That it should have looked more like our uh, runaway scene from Foxy Brown, where they're walking and just knocking things over. <laughs> That's what it should have looked like. It would be more believable if the guy was knocking shit off over behind. Because him. yeah, this was just a dead sprint down a sidewalk. They end up. He ends up getting to like some weird like fairground yeah. thing. Right. It had like carnival games and skee ball and that kind of shit. Right. And so they're looking for him. They they can't find him. Well, he hides in the photo booth. Yeah. And it, it, I, I love the move, like because uh, Fred Williamson, he was just totally in the zone. Like I don't know what there was. It was like a counter, or like a like a half door that opens. He like does this like fucking roll and shit, and then comes up and like opens it. And there's yeah. nothing in there. Meanwhile, the guy behind him in the photo booth with the gun comes out. Yeah, and he shot him through the phone photo booth. Well, yeah, of course he did. Yeah. And then a fucking whole fucking sea of white guys show up. Uh, they were just waiting there. <laughs> yeah. They were waiting to flush him out there. Apparently. That was pro- maybe that was a trap. It might have been. So, but it, not a trap for uh, Jagger and Jimmy because they just start killing fucking everybody. Everybody. So uh, some, I, somehow, I think I guess he must have got from a guy he killed. But Jimmy had a shotgun and was shooting people, yeah. and this fucking hunky's fucking flying everywhere. So I, I I think this is like they get one of them, yes. and they're like, "You're gonna tell us what the fuck's going on." And he's like, fuck you. I ain't going to say shit. Yeah. And he starts going on about how there's like a genocide going on and how they're adding some kind of additive to water. Like, is that this scene or is this a different one? Uh, No, I think. No, no this... okay. No, what? No, you, yeah. This is no, the scene happens. They capture him. And then we go back to Hunky HQ. And this is what this is what you're talking about. This is where we get we get the plan of what the white people are going to do. Yeah, this is where we get to meet right. uh, pre eighties. Uh, what what what's the professor from fucking Dr. Back to the Future? Oh oh, Professor Doc Brown. This is pre Back to the Future Doc Brown. Before he goes chaotic good from chaotic evil. This is yes. chaotic evil. Before he had his Liam Neeson moment where he realized <laughs> what he was doing was fucked this, up. Yeah, this is this is him in his Liam Neeson moment. Uh, before he he did the Gandalf the Grey to Gandalf the White. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> but so so, <laughs> this is where we get the plan. We learn that this doctor, Doctor Fortrero, in the movie, 
He's been working on this uh, formula that they want to. The grand plan of, of Monroe Feather is they're going to put. Because apparently all black people only live in L.A., Washington, D.C., and Detroit. Well, I think that was their test market. Well, they were like, maybe they're like the most live there. Even though I think New York City would be what you want to do. I think it was just a test market. They got to test it out. It's like like Clear Pepsi or something. They're testing it out. Exactly. Okay. You're you're on the right ball here. Okay. So they're like, yeah. Okay. It's like if you've ever gone down south, sometimes the McDonald's have things we don't have here. You might be right markets. because they're probably like there's probably some white people we like. If this like kills white people. We want we don't care about Detroit white people or Washington D.C. You're probably right. So yeah. it's a test of those. If we kill the D.C. white people, it's just congressmen who cares, right? Detroit, <laughs> right? We California know. is all liberals, so who cares? You, I think you're onto something. So, so we, yeah, we get the exposition plan. He's like, yes, this will kill all of those blacks, and we'll have a pure country. We'll make America great again. Dude's wearing a MAGA hat. I thought that was tasteless. I, I thought it was affecting the time current, the time streams, <laughs> Doc Brown. You know, you're not well, supposed to do that, but yes. there he goes, He's Doc like, Brown. Now, if we dump this in the water at 88 miles an hour, <laughs> we will kill all the black people in America. Dump it in the water and stir it and then, up to 88 miles. And then Dr. Shrinker drops this fucking chilling line. It's like, Ooh. it took God seven days to create the world. We'll cleanse it in just three I, Back to foreshadow. Three I, days, three the hard way. I ejaculated while saying my oh boy during that one. <laughs> that was so offensive. I got and off. Made, <laughs> you, were I so, you were so righteously indignant that you just blew yes, a load. I had to call my therapist at that moment and said, I just jerked off to a moment that was so offensive. But you, So was that you cleansing it in a way? I don't know. Were I don't you, know. We're, st- we're going to talk about it you, tomorrow. You cleansed it in three times. Is what you. <laughs> so this is our man. This we finally meet our man Jim Kelly, aka Mister Keys. The fucking best. So he's wearing this fucking. It was like leather. It was, it was fucking it was amazing. Leather. It was amazing. And outfit. it was. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Unlike our fucking Sensei Seagal, <laughs> it is skin tight. You get to see every. Bulging muscle of this man just fucking protruding through this tight leather. Well, outfit. before we see Mr. Keys, we see he's got like a Cadillac uh, parked on the street. Yeah. And we see these fucking asshole cops, white and black, I might want to point out. Yeah. They were uh, uh, leaving it up. Yeah. They were leave. They were planting like either some kind of white powder, heroin, cocaine. I don't know. I don't do PCP. that. I live clean. P-suit. P2P. I could have been P2P. And they're planting it because they, for some reason, they want to get Mr. Mr. Keys is probably because he's helping the, he's so busy helping the community. Like, we got to get this guy out. He's making us look bad. Yeah. So he shows up, get, he's getting in his car. Then the cop, uh huh, excuse me, mister. You got any, get a license? And he's like, yeah, sure, here. He's playing it very cool. He's just like, yeah, of course. And he's like, looking at the license. It's Mr. Keys. His name is Mr. Keys. Mr. Keys. Mr. Keys, is that really your first name, Mr.? Who would name you Mr.? He's like, hey, my mama wanted me to get more get respect. And what better respect to be named Mr. Keys? And he's like, let me check your car. You look very suspicious, Mr. Keys. <sighs> let me see that registration. <laughs> he's just fuming with, like, I had to call what, you Mr. <laughs> the racism is so thick. <laughs> You're on to something. I think that that is what they were trying to do. <laughs> and so he opens the door. He's like, allow me to open the door, Mr. Really fucking sarcastic keys. 
And he's like, what's that in there? And he's like, I don't fucking know. I didn't put that there. And then Mr. Key's like, you know what? I don't have to deal with this shit. So he just starts beating the shit out of the cop with some kung fu moves. Well, no, they find a gun in the car. Do they? I thought they just had no, the, the drugs. No, they planted a gun in there. And so the cops were like, well, now I have to pull out my gun. And he's like, man, I am not being set up today. And he, this today. he just like throws because his jacket has like kind of longer tails to it. So he throws a tail like Morpheus or something behind <laughs> him. And he just starts fucking unloading these kicks. And you call them Chuck kicks. They were, uh, they were pretty slow, man. I, okay. was, I was really bummed out. By I think that. they slowed it down like Bruce Lee. They did. I, that is true. There was a lot of unnecessary slow motion moves in this fight scene. So you're probably right. Sorry, ghost of Jim Kelly. You did good. Because there was a lot of, there really was literally a lot of slowing down in the. Because we've taken so long, we won't explain the action because we're terrible at that. But it yeah. just so Go happens. figure. We just do a show about action, but we explain action. <laughs> we cannot. We're like, do it oh, there was fighting, some car crash. I don't fuck. There know. is a lot of shots from underneath him that I thought was very interesting. But um, suffice it to say, he beats the shit out of like twelve cops, and then Jim and Jack show up. Almost Andy-like, where they're just, like, watching the fight. and again, Almost Chuck-like. Andy kicked ass. God damn it. Chuck. I did it again. Yeah. I, I do that every week Mr. Now. No Likes, people. Well, Mr. No Likes. Um, but I do that every week now. So they're just like, shit, we had to see if you still had it in you. And it's like, of course I have it in me. So out of these people, I think they grab... Uh, or no, they go to this fucking car wash. <laughs> go to a car wash for some reason. What happened here? <laughs> I, I, they all, none of them had a car. They all well, they, did, they, no, got, no, they hopped into G, the, Mr. Key's, Key's car. car. Right. And, they all, and he's like, before we talk, I gotta get this shit. I gotta get, I, this, I gotta get this pig blood <laughs> off my car. <laughs> so they end up at the car wash, and Richard Pryor's there. So he's like car wash, doing coke off his dick. Wait, no, sprinkling <laughs> coke on his dick yeah, yeah. to bang somebody so he doesn't lose his erection. Um. And, of course, this also happens to be a honky headquarter, <laughs> yeah. so they're getting fucking attacked again, and... Yeah. Jimmy gets shot. Jimmy gets shot. In the gut. But And then Mr. Keys just takes care of business. He's like, I got it. No big beats, deal. Beats the shit out of everybody. Yeah. But they're like, shit, Jimmy, we got to send you to the doctor. So Jimmy goes off to a doctor, and then Jagger's like... Look, hey, we got to find out what's going on here. They grab one of the one of those yes. fucking honkies, <laughs> and they're like, "Get in, get, get in the car." It's like, what did you say, sir? And and then then we get to scene. I was thrown off by the scene, but I was. This is like probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. We get this scene. I thought it was the three fucking heroes. We get a red, white, and blue motorcycle. Holy shit, this scene. And, they have, and they're have, they totally covered up. They got jumpsuits and motorcycle helmets. One's red, one's white, one's blue. Just driving towards the camera over I, a bridge. Yeah, it's I, like Brooklyn Bridge or one of the bridges in New York. I, I got to tell you, this movie has inspired so many things. I told you about my ejaculation. I told you about everything. <laughs> I stood up and saluted. Because well, I mean, yeah, made you I proud salute to be the troops, and apparently, anytime you see an American flag, if you don't stand up and think about the troops, you're dishonoring the troops. There's so many things I do where I feel like I need to make sure people understand. So I you honor stood the for this scene. I stood for it. Did you put your hand over your heart? I I saluted. Fuck you. Put your hand over. Am your I heart. not allowed to salute? No, you're not. You're not. You didn't earn that right. Holy shit! You're right. Oh, I'm sorry, troops. So. Yeah, so we get. I 
I, I was fooled. I thought this was our three heroes, but it wasn't. So no. what happens is we go back to the fucking uh, – it's Jagger. Jagger's got like a, a fucking apartment in every city in the, the country. So and He's got fuck pads. <laughs> yes, fuck pads. In every city. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, you're probably right. This is probably another woman's like apartment. He's like, bitch, I'm using it right now. I'll fuck you later. Bitches leave. Bitches leave. So and bitches enter because what happens hey, is calm down on those mimosas. You keep burping up there. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so, so it's contagious. Like a yawn. I know. Um. So so, so yeah. So we see Jagger and Keys chilling, and they got the guy. Like first of all, Keys because he's a fucking ninja, so he knows ways to fucking make people talk. But he can't break this guy. Yeah, he's like, I just I just learned this thing like a year ago. I've been using it every. I know how to do this, and he's like, No, I've got I've got a team. And so these three beautiful women, the walk three in. motorcyclists, show up. We thought yeah. I thought were our three heroes, but no, they're these women. I'm I'm assuming one is Hispanic. There's an Asian woman, a black woman. I'm assuming the other one was Hispanic. Could have been white. Could have been Native American. Hey. I don't judge. Oh boy, I'm not gonna go ahead and try to place <laughs> labels on things. All I know were there three beautiful women, and they were tough Fuck as nails. You. <laughs> <Fuck> you. <laughs> you piece of shit. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, they so, were great. They so, were great. So yeah, and they, they they ripped the helms off. And he's like, holy, we're supposed to be like, holy shit, like. Women, what are they going to do? And then, and then uh, Jagger goes. Uh, he, he points them out. That's Countess. That's Empress. And that's Princess. Yeah. And they can break any man. Anybody. And then, and then, and then the women were like, uh, "When we're done, can we we fin- can we do what we want with them?" He's like, "Hey, just get get the information. You can do whatever the fuck you want with this guy." And they're like, "Solid." Ooh. So they just go upstairs. I. This is chilling and wonderful at the same time. This was time. my favorite scene in the movie. It, it's so good. In fact, if you uh on our Instagram, <laughs> I did Oh no, that's going to be coming up uh tomorrow. I'm going to be putting up the nice reaction of the uh the hostage here <laughs> because he goes through a whole plethora. If you've seen Futurama, you know about the snoo snoo scene. <laughs> Death by snoo snoo. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because what happens is they they walk in and he's just like smirking. He's like, "What? Oh, you're gonna fucking break me? Some? What broads? are you babes gonna do?" And they take their tops off. And he's like, "Well, shit, I'm ready to go." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Death by Snoo Fuck yeah, let's do it. You very know? very akin to last week with Foxy and, Brown. They get his dick and then, out and they're just like, "Where's the rest of it?" And they whip out. They had a Kinja Tache case with them. Beautiful. I think. And then it was a prototype. Yeah, prototype. so it wasn't the full f- right. But they did have. So I think they had some cold sweat. The oh. the Bronson brand sexual lube because they because their tits were shining. They, yeah, they put and, them all. Once they finished, oh, it could have been petroleum out. jelly, but since it was sex related, I'm gonna say cold sweat. It was cold sweat. You okay. could tell. There's yeah. just a certain way it glistens <laughs> in the light. There, once you get used to both of them, you can tell. <laughs> yes. So they come out after the interrogation, and of course they're just tits because they're not men; they're not packs. They're tits flying. It just blades. That's, just, that's the scientific term. Tits. It's scientific. You could say breasts, but okay, tits. So there's breasts, breasts, breasts. Yeah, got some breasts here. Does the spider <laughs> Phil show up? No, no. Okay. Hey there, we got some hot dogs and the breasts for you. <laughs> so while no, so while that's no, there. So they, so the guys like. You'll see it tomorrow when you go on our Instagram. You'll yeah. see the reaction of this guy. First thing in the morning. Cut back to Jimmy. Yeah. Because we're thinking they're going to be fucking. 
So we cut back to Jimmy. He's getting patched up. And this is, we, we mentioned every episode, we're going to have one of the good ones. Where we point out one white guy who's one of the good ones. And this is one of the good ones because we have a white doctor who's patching up Jimmy. And he got shot in the gut, by the way. This wasn't like a, uh, like a, a shoulder shot like in most no. action movies. Yeah. And, and he's like, whoa, you need to rest. And he's like, no, man, you know, I think he's like, I have a glass of milk. That'll help. Mm. I actually think he said that. And he's just like, no, you need to rest. And he's right because I think Jimmy rested for like an hour and he was healed. I I just I'm glad you reminded me that I'm out of milk because fuck, I love a good glass of milk. It does heal everything. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I've had I've told you about this ringing ear thing, and I finished off my last glass of milk while we were recording, and now my ear isn't ringing anymore. Your ear first, people, dude. I'm for, people are saying medicinal marijuana is medicinal milk. It's been there right in your your kitchen all these years. Right there, buy local milk, y'all. So then this, and then we cut back because we're like, all right, we know what yeah. Jimmy's up to. He's this, safe. This is post interrogation. Now they're walking out. We're fucking with timelines. They're here. still topless. Mr. Key's like, damn, what's the Jagger's like, I've been here before. Like, I've seen tits before. Cool it, Mr. Keys. I think Keys is being cool about it. No, he was a, I mean, was well, he? He was a little into it. I know he was really interested in what he she had in the bag. But. I think yeah, he was more interested in the torture techniques. Yeah, he's like, can you teach me? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, he's okay, all craft. Okay, we got everything you need. And did they? I don't even remember. Well, they were like, or they were like, oh, he's broken now. You can like interrogate him. Yeah, they were just like, we're done with him. <laughs> and so he's like, and he's like, Mr. Keys, let's go. So they show up. Guys in his fucking tidy whities. And he's just like, ah, ah. he's like, looks like a guy fucking coming off heroin addiction. He's all sweaty, cold sweat. He's a, he's a literal <laughs> cold sweat. Yeah. And he's just curled up in a fetal position. And they're just disgusted. And but like, but then Jagger's like, hey, you ain't never been worked over by these broads. But they so they they break it down. He's like he he spit, cries like a baby. He's just like we're gonna put this shit in the water in Detroit and in L.A. and Washington. There's nothing you black bastards can do. Uh, oh boy! And, <laughs> I'm just repeating what he said. Oh, I know. I'm not oh boy and, you. I'm oh boy uh, plot. Okay. okay. <laughs> right. I don't know sometimes. <laughs> so so he just spills the whole plot and then. The girls come in. All right, can we finish him off? And then the dude just dies. Just dies. What did they do to him? <laughs> I don't know. We'll never know. I want to see that movie. Tarantino, make that movie. Tar- uh, dude, Tarantino would be all over Fox that. Fox Force 3. Dude, if you... I, he has to have seen this. He's a huge fan of black exploitation movies. I'm sure. So I'm sure he was, has yeah. to have seen this. Oh, definitely. I'm disappointed he hasn't made this into a movie yet. I wouldn't be surprised if that there was a callback when Uma Thurman she's riding her bike with the yellow yeah. outfit. That's probably a callback that to this movie. That might be. Because he could totally turn that into a four and a half hour movie. Interrogation, all that shit. He could totally do it. And you know what? I don't praise him, but I like all of his movies. Okay. I enjoy them. Okay. Well that was that's a that's a hot take. Is it wait, what does that mean? Am it's I not, supposed to praise no, him? No, it's no, it's nothing. Like big deal. We all like Quentin Tarantino here. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Nobody cares, Griff. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, you're being a real dick about this. <laughs> All right. So we get the plan. L.A., D.C., Detroit, to be poisoned. And we get the, we, this is where we get the, the line from our man, Jim Brown. This is three the hard way, boys. Three cities and three of us. So they're going to break up. Each guy is going to take a city and stop this fucking plan. Three heroes for each city. Well, so, one here for each city. 
So we go back, we see what, what Wendy's up to at Hunky headquarters. I don't remember. Break it down <laughs> for me, Griff. Well, there, there's more exposition about how we're going to go into these water plants. We're going to go to the dam there up in uh, L.A. LA? Well, California, I guess. California. Wherever, wherever L.A. gets their water. I yeah. don't know if they get it straight they're, from They're going to go to a dam in California. They're going to go to, like, a water plant in uh, Detroit. And then in D.C., they're going to go to... Yeah, well, that makes sense. They're trying to poison thing. the water, so you go to the water treatment plant. So they're telling us and, the, and Wendy, us, the audience, and Wendy, about, you know, what three scenes we're about to see take place. Right, and then, well, what happens yeah, is, this is where I think the scene you're alluding to at the beginning of the movie. Maybe. This is the scene we get where the doc, because uh, uh, Mr. Feathers is kind of, like, scared. He's like, whoa, we got fucking the three the hard way after our ass. Let's it's kind look. of funny, because this is a guy who runs, like, a full-on Nazi camp. <laughs> right. And he's like... But he's a bitch. Such, he's a bitch at heart. He, yeah, he's, like, ringing the collar there. He's like, oh, I don't know... And then, like the doctor's, like, look, this is my this is my master plan. This is this is the fucking polio vaccine for me. This is like the greatest thing ever. You're not bitching out on me now. We got uh, we got to do this. Just to really imply that it's going to go the Doc Brown's way, he takes him out on a little rowboat to a middle of uh, you know a big old lake. Did you notice that the big old lake that he took him out no, on? I didn't notice that. Wow, you. This is what happens when I, we don't get the I was, laser dicks. Laser dicks? <laughs> laser disc yes. version. I was so pissed off. I couldn't find We have so many, a massive amount of laser discs in our library. I couldn't find it. So I had to watch the shitty YouTube. It's disappointing. But he takes him out there in the middle of a fucking lake, and he's just, like, giving him the implication. Also, he tied his ankle to, uh, you know, a couple cement bricks. So it's basically like, you're going to do things Doc Brown's way? You're going to be sleeping with the fishes. So, of course... Feather Monroe is just like, we got to do this. We got to poison that water. He's like, now nah, you're talking. <laughs> so they're like, we, we can't stop these guys. So we got to stop these guys. <laughs> <laughs> so they set up a plan, the greatest plan. They call up Jimmy because Jimmy goes back to L.A. Our man Jagger's going to Detroit because that's where all the cool people live. And Mr. Keys is going to D.C. So Jimmy, uh, so they're like, we got we to gotta get Jimmy out, out of the picture. So they're like, look, we'll give you Wendy back. Meet us at this. this the, it's a payphone. Yeah, we're going to call we, you at a payphone and yeah. tell you where to meet her. So Jimmy shows up, and there was a real pointless scene where his buddy CeeLo shows up with his car and talks about how great his car is and how she loves his car. I don't know yeah. why that was in there. But CeeLo, his boy, is going to drive him. So they show up there. They show up at the payphone. Jimmy shows up. It's a setup. Fucking car drives right through the payphone. You're like, oh my god! Unless that was a TARDIS, they're fucked. That's a shout out to the Doctor Who. Right. That's the one. Shout out to our boy Sean Pigeon for that one. He likes that show. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, so, we got a lot of British listeners, so they probably like it too. So hey, we're not judging. I just don't watch it. I just don't watch it either. So yeah, so we get another slow chase. Well, Jimmy, they think they ran Jimmy over with a dump truck, but what they don't know is Jimmy grabbed on the side and climbed up in the back of the truck. Don't know how I did it. This man has agility for days, apparently. Well, he's fucking Jim Brown. I know. I'm playing it up. And he, well, <laughs> I want to point out, he did his own stunt in this. He was Did he? He was climbing up in the truck, for real. That was Jim oh, Brown. That's awesome. So he, he does a move that, uh, that, that Spielberg stole for Indiana Jones, where he goes up on the side, opens the door, throws the guy out, just like in Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark, and... What does he do? He climbs back into the back of the truck. He doesn't go into the cab. 
And so the guy starts shooting. The driver starts shooting above, but he's not paying attention to where he's driving anymore. And there just so, happens to be a ramp, like, a, right just, in front of a billboard. There just so happens to be a ramp <laughs> right in front of a billboard. Jim Brown, using his super agility, notices, jumps out, and, fucking rolls. And we all know how combustible uh, billboards are. And we all know how combustible cars <laughs> were at this time. Well, this was a dump truck. So this was, like, a real heavy-duty truck. And it just, as soon as it just taps into the billboard, it immediately bursts into flames and explodes. Ooh, loved it. So... So long, suckers. So, so now we got to join Keys. And Keys, of course, has a karate school. And he goes there, and we're only there to, to find out that he has one trusty little sen- wait, sensei, and then what's under? Student, I guess. Student, I, don't I guess. Know, I don't know the He's got one super trustful 50-year-old Asian student. Yeah, well, it seems like Mr. Keys has a franchise. Like, he has, like, yeah. his, you know, because he's from uh, New York, but this is D.C., his franchise. And he's got his man he trusts to run his school for him in D.C. Yeah. And so, like I was saying, he's got his 50-year-old best student, this yeah. Asian guy with the Super Bowl. <laughs> co- it might be Shane grown up. Yeah. No, because this guy actually kicked ass, and Shane Kazugi can't kick ass. Maybe it was Kane. It could well no uh, maybe yeah I was gonna say it's gotta be no I think it's gotta be <laughs> it, Shane because he's got all that potential maybe <laughs> Key's finally unlocked it his name is Key <laughs> I don't know okay goddamn well we so so yes we meet his his uh, student and first of all he we meet him while he's kicking Lemmy Kilmeister from Motorhead's ass <laughs> dude I'm glad you brought that. <laughs> Life was Lemmy there? I don't know, and I don't no, care. No, no, no. I'm but, just happy but he was. But that, that ass-kicking inspired the Ace of Spades album, so we're all happy about that. <clears throat> Every one of us. And, yeah, so we know his prowess. He can kick Lemmy's ass, so you know he's a bad motherfucker. Because Lemmy's God. We learned that from Lemmy that one God. movie. Yeah. But uh, before we go any further with Mr. Key's story, and we're all invested in it now, we got to go to Detroit. Yeah. I loved how they couldn't even bother to go to Detroit because we get all these setup scenes where Mr. Keys is in Washington. We see the, the Lincoln Memorial he's driving by. Yeah. We see they're like, trust us, it's fucking Detroit. They just show an airplane. That's all, and he gets Wink. off it. And yeah, so he, I, he, I guess he goes to one of his other fuck pads. He's got another fuck pad. He lands immediately. A woman's like, Jack, you're in town. He's like, of course. This goes back to, um, I forget what episode we were talking about, uh, Marked for Death, where every character, when they weren't in shot with uh, Steven Seagal, were having an exponential crisis. This woman didn't know what to do with herself after he flew away, so she just stayed there at the airport. He comes back, and she's like, hey. Yeah, he's like, baby, I'll be back. I got to go get some <laughs> yeah. smokes. Three months and later, <laughs> hey, you're back. You want to go back to my pad? So let's go back to her pad. And let's fuck and that's what they do and uh well you know it's a very chaste fuck scene it's a very chuck norris level fuck scene there's really no was. nudity really was. and while he's just about the climax he gets a call mm. and he's like ah, baby i gotta answer this duty always calls and it's jimmy and he's just like brother i need you what the fuck's going on and jimmy's and then jag's like well i've been fucking and he's like well finish it up so he's like, "All right, I gotta go, baby." And he hands her the phone. He says, "He's like, he's, he's not even, he didn't even have the like, uh, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but he's just like, you fucking hang up the phone for me." I know. So he hands it to her. Goes, "Hang it up, mom. I gotta work." Okay, we all know what beds look like. You know how <laughs> I don't. Can you explain <laughs> it to me? <laughs> so it's like a rectangle. 
All right. What's that? A rectangle. It's a shape. So I he's, sleep on a phone tower. So he's know. on the side closest to the phone. So he easily could have hung it up. But instead, he turns over to his uh, lady friend and says, can you hang this up for me? I'm tired. You know, he says, literally, hang it up, mama. I got work. And so she takes it for him, reaches over him, <laughs> and hangs it up. I don't know why this scene didn't happen, but I loved it. Because <laughs> it just shows the power of Jag, man. I guess so. And this is him without a mustache. Imagine him with a mustache. Dude, oh, my. There would have been five women in there. <laughs> So we I cut guess. back. We cut back to L.A. Yeah, Jimmy sorry needs, guys, we're gonna do some cuts here. Jimmy needs his gun, and so of course you go to the pool hall to get your gun. The boy, the boy CeeLo's hanging out at the pool hall. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, I got your gun right here. You think I'm fat?" Whips out this fucking fucking can cannon to him, and this is where the cops finally show up. The useless piece of shit cops just want to hassle a brother, and so they're like, like. They're like, hey, I heard you find out all this shit about what they're doing, doing our job. You know, he's just so jealous of fucking because Jimmy's just like, I got it unlocked. I don't need you, motherfucker. Everybody's got to do it outside of the and law. And they're like, look, we're the law. Let us handle it. And uh, Jimmy's like, back the fuck off, motherfucker. I love it. Like, he just totally brushes the cops off. He's got a gun on him. He just jumps in the car. He's like, I got shit to do. Fuck y'all. And takes off. And the cops do nothing. Dude, once he pulls the shades out of his jacket <laughs> and pops them on, the cops are like, we got nothing. Let him walk. And so this is the last we see of Jimmy for a second here. But he gets in his car. He just drives away. And you know what? That's cool. We're going to go join Jag again in Detroit. Yes. Maybe. I don't know where it was. It was so dark. Dude. I couldn't tell what oh was my going God. on. You have a huge problem with dark scenes. When you don't get the laser d- disc version, it's really hard to tell what's going on. But it's this really awkward scene. There's a couple of cars screeching everywhere. We were talking about it. I get the vibe that it was like a, there was, it was a day shoot, and they put the filter on it to make it look like night. Yeah. Because it was very weird lighting. It's horrible lighting. And, yeah, so we get a very uh, long, boring chase scene. Because, like we said, we can't fucking describe action for shit. Well, there's action, and then there's car chases, <laughs> which is like, wow, he turned left, and it screeched. <laughs> and then they did a shot where they hung a camera outside of a car for just the tire. Well, not only us, Jagger's bored with it because he pulls his car over and he's like at a wharf. I don't know where the fuck he is. It, yeah. Because he, while all that car chase was going on, I think before the car chase, he grabs he, he grabs the, because they, they have all these Kinjitashe cases that have like the like you know foam in them that have the cutout of the perfect cylinder where they have the yeah. the poison in it. The cylinder, it might have been the secret ooze that made the Ninja Turtles. It might be the ooze that'll kill all black people. We don't know. What did the secret ooze do? I never saw that movie. You don't know? I didn't see it. I guess it turned things into things. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it as an adult, so I think it just turns things into things. I don't know. Fill me in on Twitter, guys. So, <laughs> so yes, he gets the the Kinjitashe case, and then they start chasing him. Then we have the, the long car chase, and then even he gets he's like, "I'm bored with this car chase." So he pulls over at like some wharfs. I don't know. We we both couldn't figure out what this place was. It's so weird. But there's uh, it's like there's tubes everywhere. There's a weird floor <laughs> under the floor. Uh, it looks like a video game layout. It's just like you know. Yeah, it's bizarre. There's ladders. So he's like, ah, I. I I got the drop on him. What I'm going to do is I'm going to – so he's like at a ledge, and there's a ladder. 
and there's a little walkway going between like, between I don't know these at least these levels. So he's like, I'm gonna lay the 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 uh, the Kenji Tashier case on this level here as bait, and I'm gonna climb down this ladder and wait and just pick them off like uh, ducks. And he does. They fall for it. So they go, Oh my God! There's the fucking K- Kenji Tashier case. And they grab it, and then this fucking Jagger picks them off and kills all the honkies. Detroit is safe. Everyone. No big deal. That threat is gone. Neutralized. Let's go ahead and check in with our boy Keys. He's over in Keys. DC? Yes. DC. So he's at the water treatment plant. And th- we've already got a scene of like a thousand different henchmen running into this plant. They're all wearing like red berets, like the Guardian Angels from oh, the 80s. Yeah. And so Keys and his little his little assistant, what are we going to call him? I don't know. I was trying to think of something we looked like. What's the Green Hornets? Cato. Uh, Cato. Okay, we can be Cato. He can be Cato. He's wearing he's wearing some pretty sweet yellow tinted glasses too. So, you yeah. know, so he's hanging out with Keys. He's got to up his style, dude. He really does. Well, Key was like, I'm embarrassed. Poppy's <laughs> <Right. he's> on. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this, this is a loner, motherfucker. <laughs> and he's like, whatever you say, Mister Keys. So yeah, so they do. They're like ninjaing it up. They're just fucking lurking in shadows and jumping out. They're going back to the shadows and f- in front of the shadows. They're doing all, the all the things with shadows, and they're just taking them out one by one, picking them off. Man, it was no big deal. You think with uh, when you're fighting forty five people with guns, you would hear one gun go off. Well, there was not a bullet fired. Well, you know, in every fight, when there's a gang gets one guy, they're, they're nice enough to go one at a time at their hero. Yeah, they, these guys were even more nice because they had them. They had machine guns on both Cato and Mister Keys, and Mister Keys kicks the guns away, <laughs> and they go, "All right, you got us. We'll fight you hand to hand." They could have just bent down and picked their guns up and shot him, but they're like, "You, hey." Code of honor, man. Yeah, I mean, when you're busy like beating one guy's ass, the other guy could have like picked up the gun, but no one has the initiative. <laughs> They're all like, "I am honor bound to watch this guy destroy my coworker." And they're literally murdering these guys. Like, yeah. Mister Keys breaks a guy's neck. He breaks several necks. <laughs> and this is this is where he does the sweet Jean Claude kicks, where he's got the leg in the air and he just bends his knee and kicks oh, yeah. people in the you face. Were, you were saying you're really into those kicks. I'm into all of Mr. Key's kicks. I thought Mr. Key was fucking amazing. I liked him. Jagger was my favorite, but I liked him. Your Jag was great, though. Yes. Yeah. Especially the fact that his name's Jag, which is my favorite TV show, Jag. So there's a lot coming back here. And I got the moves like Jagger, so I like it, too. Jesus Christ. Which stop takes us with, back to our halftime show. Bowl. Stop it. <laughs> he took his shirt off, Griff. That's fucking... They, they, they ruined Janet Jackson's career over that. Hey, Murray, did you hear about how Bill Belichick credited the defensive scheme to the Lions? It's like we won the Super Bowl. That wasn't even Hydra Phil. That was just a football graph. <laughs> <laughs> that was big skin, Griff. Big skin, Griff. Let me tell so, you about football. DC safe. They they got it on check. They they got the fucking briefcase. Whew, man, we only have one other threat to worry about, and it's L.A. Who cares? I hear there's a really uh, there's a podcast on L.A. that who cares? They get, <laughs> they get taken out. I hear yeah. that Arnold Schwarzenegger's out there, so he'll take care of it. Governor, governor, he'll governor all that. But shit. apparently he was too busy pumping iron because we need our buddy Jimmy to take care of this one. So they're at a dam. It's him and CeeLo. And I see. I love how Jagger did it all on his own, but everyone else had to have assistance. But mm-hmm. I won't point that out, even though I just did. So yeah, good, good, good try. So we get another uh, very dark scene. 
there's a lot of running around. There's, there's a lot of cat and mouse. Oh, there's I, a lot of things I can't really describe because I don't know really what was going on. Dude, it's hard to follow. But our buddy CeeLo gets thrown off a ledge, dies. We see Jimmy shed one tear, and then he goes berserk and just starts killing every motherfucker, throwing people off dams. Yeah. I mean, really, the highlight of all of this scene, besides like him throwing people, because they're at a dam, apparently, is the crazy Foley effect of people running. Because you just hear people running, just... It was that for like four minutes. No, that's all, that's all we need to say. I know yeah. this is a very boring scene. Yeah, I know. And, and this is finally where we get our cut to find out that Monroe Feather is truly just a straight up fucking Nazi. Yeah, they they, they we see they got the they got their pep rally, their MAGA hats are all uh, out. They're raising a flag that has like the SS, the Nazi SS is on it. Oof. They're giving a speech like all the white people of California. Everyone's going build the wall, build the wall. And they're like, wait, we're just poisoning people. What are you talking about? <laughs> they go, that's the next plan. That's the next plan. So, yeah, because you don't drink Mexican water. We know Hold that, on, Griff. Man. You learned that. Let's take a minute here because we're both mimosa burping. And so let's have a just a, just a quick moment. Okay. We got yeah, it out I'm of our fine. systems. I'm fine. We've had so many mimosa burps. Well, yeah, they're great. So... Right, so they're having their their pep rally, and they're like, "We did it! All the black people are dead. We're gonna have a new age in America. Make America great again." And do they have like? I think Gwen's there. She's disgusted by it all, as you as a normal person would be. Who's Gwen? Oh, I mean Wendy. I, don't know if <laughs> Gwen. I was like, "Is Gwen the wife with the weird hair?" <laughs> yes, yeah, that's what I meant. So Wendy, of course, is just completely disgusted. She's pretty happy because at least, I mean, not. Happy, but just relieved that, like, because, look, I guess when you take it from a viewer's perspective, it's like they haven't raped her yet. And <laughs> that's true for the movies we watch. That's rare. I'm sorry. But, yeah, for the movies we watch, <laughs> it's always like we can't truly fuck this guy unless we rape the woman he loves. So they never do that with her. No. She gets one Even back. Pam Greer got raped last week when I think about it. Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah, you're honest. She, and you notice that she didn't get, like, raped naturally. She had to be drugged. Look, she, she would kick. Be... There's no way you can rape a Pam Greer who's not drugged. She'd beat your ass. Exactly. So she had to be pumped full of heroin. I heard it was four times the normal <laughs> amount of heroin a first-time user would have. And at that point, they finally could handle her. Okay. We got sidetracked. We'll talk about Foxy Brown I know. Brown this again. is horrible. Oh, <laughs> boy. Great cutaway, Griff. Because we, we cut back. We're at an airport. I don't know where. I'm assuming L.A. because they're in California when this landing happens. We we got our man, Mr. Keys and Jag. They're chilling. Fucking Fred Williamson got that trademark cigar in his mouth. Oh, yeah. And we see a plane land. And then we see our man, Jimmy, walk out. And we see this is like a cargo plane. Oh, yeah. And we see... The last time we saw this van was in our our overrated episode, you, Captain America. Cause it's a, fuck you! It's a Captain America, Captain America van. It's a wonderful episode. And by the way, yeah, you know you're right. I called this the A Team van, but no. Once you once you told me, no, dude, that's Captain. It's, it's, it's the Cap- Red Brown Captain America. And yeah. sure enough, I watched it again today. He opens those doors, and there's that little mechanism. <laughs> 
shag carpeting all in it. 45 minutes to slide out the shag carpeting, all of that. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm happy to admit when I'm wrong. And instead, but right. instead of a plastic, shitty plastic shield and a motorcycle, it's just full of guns. Just full of AKs. And like, let's do this. And they're like, fuck yeah, let's do this. So then I actually think they took the scene, because remember in the beginning of Captain America, there's a tons of boring scenes of a van driving along a road. I think they yep. used a couple of those scenes for this movie. It's possible. So it's, now we're going to go to see Monroe. Just celebrating with his troops some more. Have, and you can just see how awful the world would be if we didn't have black people because they're playing some shitty-ass polka music. It's, like, super white. Dude. And very uptight. And so, yeah, and, like, they got, they're just gloating. They got uh, Wendy there just to gloat, and she's just disgusted because it's just they're playing fucking uh, some Mumford & Sons. It's, like, it's really bad. Dude, that banjo, put it away. <laughs> so while that's going on, our buddies, the Magnificent Three, show up, and of course, fucking our ninjas, Jim Kelly, and they got electrical fence. So he somehow figured—I don't even—he he figured a way to stop it, to shut off the electrical fence. Dude, it doesn't matter. All that matters is they get in. Well, what man? No, what matters is he first thing he does is takes his shirt off. Yeah, well, naturally. <laughs> so keys is topless. Because we saw it worked with Countess, Princess, and Empress. He's like, it's got to work out for me. Dude, he walks into that room full of three guards in the security like little chambers, pulling levers and everything, making sure the security's <laughs> good. So he gets caught. And so he's just like, I need did to... Did he get caught or did he want to get I caught? I think he wanted to be yeah. caught. I think he thought as soon as he popped that top and just pecked those pecs right at them, they it, would just be like, what? It worked for Countess, Empress, and Princess. I know. So, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It didn't work here. Yeah, it did not work. So they pull the security lever that triggers every security security ever known to secure any security. All these sirens, everything. Everything's going off. We've got... Fireworks, it's crazy. The nukes, the nukes are going to it's, it's, every country. It's like the end of the soldier. There's like a nuke coming out yeah. of a silo. A- everything is going off now. They're they're at full time. So the plan is shoot everything that moves. That's basically... So our buddy, uh, Mr. Keys, murders everybody in that room, snaps well, yeah. their necks. They have no chance. And so now it's just a melee of just three strong black men murdering every white person in sight. And they do a good job of it. And they're doing all the fucking like ninja moves. They're doing like our man Jagger's doing fucking. He's doing the moves like Jagger. He's doing the funky chicken dance. He's doing like a frontward roll, backward roll, backflip. Doing just the centipede. He's just doing some crazy singing shit. Singing songs along the way. Doing fuck. He's doing the wave. He's doing the I robot. I see a red door and I want to paint it black. <laughs> well, you do an impression of every like bad like trailer for a movie because they love to use that. They. Man, if we were getting... We need to... Yes, I agree. We need to put a moratorium, I think that's the word, on Paint It Black for for any movie. Absolutely. It's right up... Or Sympathy for the Devil. It's right up there with tough guys thinking they need to put the Punisher bumper sticker on their car. Well, that that tells you you're tough. Oh, does it? That in the NPR (laughs) sticker? NPR? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say. That's really weird. NPR. You've been NRA. in Harvard too much. <laughs> so, <laughs> I put yeah. the NRP sticker on my car to let people know I'm tough. <laughs> so yeah, so there's not much to talk. It's just it's just they're just shooting people. I mean, it's just basically what it is. There's like I love this part because uh, there's like enemies coming through the window, but at one point Jimmy jumps through a window <laughs> and like Jack Why knows not? not to shoot him. <laughs> like it's insanity. Well, it's, they're the only black people in this whole fucking compound, so it's not that hard. Oh. 
Wow, I'm an idiot. Yeah, that'd probably be pretty easy to notice. Yeah. But they're having a great old time while they're murdered. They're throwing tables over, hiding behind them, doing all that shit you did when you were five years old and you were playing in, like, guns and shit. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) this is a a scene I love. So uh, Feather, he grabs a Wendy. It's Wendy, right? Wendy. He grabs Wendy. Coffee or Foxy? (laughs) (laughs) So he grabs Wendy because he's got to use her uh, as like a shield or whatever, and they're taken off. And they go. I love when they go through the the lab of the doctor. It's like a fucking kitchen. It's like this tiny ass fucking room, it, like a sink. Dude, you already mentioned Captain America. It's right out of Captain <laughs> America. It's the same fucking lab. Do you think this guy was making the flag serum while he was doing the the whatever that kills black people? Stuff? Yeah, they never really gave a name to that, but yeah, it's definitely that same yeah. lab. Yeah. So while so they're they're hot pursuit, Jag and Jimmy, and they they. I don't know how it happens, but the doctor just spontaneously combusts. He's immediately on fire. Dude, I there's not a line to help us out here. There's nothing. He just he just combusts. <laughs> yeah. It happens, dude. Like if anyone wants to explain to us how this happens, feel free. We love to learn. So but, they, yeah, they're in hot pursuit. Meanwhile, fucking Mr. Keys is keeping everything down on lock. He's just ninja and up. He's doing shit that the fucking dude a couple wishes he could do. He gets the broomstick. Oh. He snaps it. He starts fucking kicking guys in the balls with the broomstick. You're not kidding. Someone comes out with a pool cue. We've not seen a pool table <laughs> in the whole movie, but naturally, pool cue. Right. But, uh, I mean. So, so while they're in pursuit, he just kills everybody in the compound. So they get Wendy. Hey, take Wendy back to the, to the van. Okay. This was like, by the way, this was the worst ending. This was like the most, like, I, I actually literally was like, wait, did did that person die? I didn't even know because it was so, like, anticlimactic. It is like they're recording our podcast where they just get so hyped on some scenes and they're just so tired for other scenes that they just skip over them like the ending here. Because there's just jeeps flying off the edge, and then they're like, "Okay, let's go join everybody back at the yeah." Band. So we're assuming that was Monroe Feather in that jeep. It just a jeep goes off a cliff and we blows up. Nothing about that jeep. <laughs> just it blew up, and now we're good. We'll go back to the van. So we got everybody. They get in the van, and then fucking uh, Jagger's like, F- "I got some dynamite here. I'm gonna start throwing it at cars." So, so they drive around <laughs> throwing dynamite at Nazi cars. And they're blowing, like, all the Nazi cars are, like, 50s cars, so I don't know yeah. what's going on there. But they blow everything up. They blow up the town hall. They blow up everything around. Right. And, and then they just end it. They, they meet up at the park. They say their goodbyes, and then they walk away. Three, the, they walk away the hard way. They walk away the hard way, guys. And Jimmy's got his lady. They're going to you're gonna get married. They're going to have some family. They're going to have some kids. I Jags can go fuck somebody at a fuck pad. Mr. Keys is going to teach somebody some kung fu. All is good in the world. Him and Kato. We don't know what happened to Kato. I'm pretty sure he's good, though. Yeah, he probably just went back to D.C. He's like, I got class. I got to teach Lemmy some shit. I'm going to go hang out with Shane for a little bit, show him my new moves, tell him about these kills I got. What do you think Shane's doing at this point? I don't know, janitorial work? I don't know. If he's, I think he probably killed himself years ago. I said ago. Kane. We know that was Shane because oh. Kane would have been above Kane, Keys. Actually, in, in all honesty, Kane is like an action hero in Japan. I get that, but I'm asking you. Are you talking about the character? What are you talking we about? Know, I don't understand. We know that was Shane in the 70s when they filmed this movie. What was Kane doing? 
First of all, <laughs> we, no, don't we, just say no, this. We met Shane in the eighties, a child, Shut and up. now we Shut up. This, so we, did he go back in time? Shut up. He's Benjamin Button in it. Is okay. that okay? All right, let's go on, <laughs> guys. Wow, fucking awesome episode. Um, so we should talk about the next episode. Holy <laughs> son of a bitch. shit, Griff. Don't point out my Shane Kane logic ever again. <laughs> I don't want to even talk about it because I got something really awesome to talk about, Griff. This I'm movie so, means I'm so excited about this fucking next movie. If you don't know who this man is, you're going to learn. You taught me. I'm sorry. You taught me a long time ago about this man, and it has a I, huge I, impact on it me. Was, I think it's everyone's duty, if they know who this guy is, to pass it on, to pay it forward, if you will. Yeah. So, And, and we're going to have our buddy Mike, our second to least popular Ooh, guest. Congrats, because Mike. fucking coffee. coffee. Foxy Brown blew the fuck <laughs> up this Brown. weekend, and thank you guys for that. And yes, Mike's going to be back because he loves this guy, too. I'm going to tell a little story. I actually got to see this guy perform live. You oh. do not want to miss the story I'm going to tell. But of course, we're talking about Mr. Rudolph Raymond Moore, a.k.a. Rudy Ray Moore, Dolomite. Oh, yeah. Now, look, everybody's done fucking Dolomite. All right, so I, that's why we're not we're not going to do Dolomite because everybody's done this. It's been done to death. We're going to do a deep cut, but a fucking great movie all on its own. Of course, we're talking about Avenging Disco Godfather. Can't wait. Rudy Ray Moore's tribute to the disco era. You're going to see him dance. You're going to see him kung fu. You're going to see everything, and I can't wait. And just to give you a little taste, before we leave, we're, we're going to give you a, a Griff a remix, a, a, a safe-for-work version yeah. of, a, of a famous... Because Rudy Ray Moore was a comedian similar to Red Fox. He was super dirty, but we're giving you the safe-for-work version. Don't, guys, we are thinking about you, always. Because we know every fucking uh, Thursday, people at their lunch hour, they're like, guys, guys, get around. We're yeah. going to listen to the new Golden Globes. And, of course, there's like Phyllis from like Human Resources who's like doesn't get it. Doesn't and get it. we don't want to ruin your guys' fun by giving you that. Next week, it's total fucking triple X-rated. And I'm guilty of this. I swear on this podcast. But don't worry. Because Murray's going to sign it off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mumble something. And then <laughs> we're going to go ahead and roll a Rudy Ray... Well, I call him Rude Ray Moore after having to filter this bit, but we got to fill out, you know. That's my wrestling name, Rude Ray Moore. Rude Ray Moore. So, Go yeah, on. so we'll see you guys next week. Enjoy uh, enjoy the time you're waiting to see this episode because it's going to be amazing, and uh, keep it warm. Yeah, and, uh, ba, 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 da, and have fun with Rude Ray Moore. Doesn't seem as though your friend's going to show up, Shy. Maybe, um... I may be able to convince you that you've been waiting for me all the time and just didn't know it. By the way, who are you waiting for anyway? I'm waiting for Dolomite. For who? Dolomite, mother. Oh, boy. Are you heard, huh? Way down in the jungle deep. The lion stepped on the signifying monkey's feet. The monkey said, Mother, oh boy, can't you see? You're standing on my oh boy, feet. <laughs> the monkey lived in the jungle in an old oak tree. Oh boy, and a line every day in the week. <laughs> every day before the sun go down, that line would kick his oh boy, all through the jungle town. 
But the monkey got wise and started using his wit. Start saying I'm gonna put a stop to this old oh boy. chicken. Oh boy. So he ran up on the line the very next day. He said, oh, Mr. Lion, that's a big bad mother oh boy. coming your way. And he's somebody that you don't know. He just broke a loose from Ringland Brother Show. Said he talked about your people in a hell of a way. He talked about your people till my hair turned gray. So Mr. Lion, you know that ain't right. So whenever you run up on the elephant, I want you to be ready to fight. The lion jumped up in a hell of a rage. Like a young man smoking some game. He ran up on the elephant talking to the swine. He said, all right, you big bad mother It's going to be your oh boy. mine. The lion jumped up and made a fancy pass. But the elephant sidestepped him and knocked him dead on his... Oh boy. He oh boy. up his jaw, messed up his face. Broke all four legs and knocked oh boy. out of place. They fought all night and all the next day. Somehow, the little lion managed to get away. He drug his oh boy. back to the jungle mode dead and alive. Just to run into that little monkey and some more of his signifying child. The little monkey said, look here, partner, you don't look so swell. Look like to me you caught a whole lot of hell. Said your eyes is red and your oh boy is blue. Said I knew in the first place it wasn't oh boy to you. Said I told my wife before you left I shoulda whooped your oh boy. My mother oh boy himself. <laughs> Shut up! Don't you roar, cause I'll jump out of this tree and whoop your dog oh boy. some more. And don't look up here with your sucker paw case. Cause I'll piss through the fork of this tree in your mother oh boy. face. The little monkey got happy started jumping up in his down. His feet missed the limb and his oh boy. hit the ground. Like a ball of lightning and a streak of white heat. That lion was on his oh boy. with all four feet. Dust rose and tears came in the little monkey's eyes. Nothing he could see and nothing he could hear. But he knew that was the end of his bullshit. Oh boy. And signifying career. And signifying career. Yeah!